This is GoPowerCat.com publisher Tim Fitzgerald. Thank you for listening to this PowerCat podcast. Make sure you never miss an episode of the PowerCat podcast by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or your favorite podcast network. And if you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming a subscriber to GoPowerCat.com. We cover the Wildcats like no one else with our VIP customers enjoying one-of-a-kind coverage from our team of professional journalists. And sign up today for an annual subscription to GPC and grab a 30% discount on your first year. And now here's the PowerCat Podcast. The following is a GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor, and it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC Gig Powered Studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. It's the overtime! I gotta stop doing that. It, I, I bet you people think you keep just cutting the same intro. I, I don't know. Hello! Hi, everyone! Hello! Is this working? It's the PowerCat <laughs> Overtime Podcast. It's Friday. I'm not really supposed to say what day we're recording this on or I get in trouble with Zach, but it's Friday in your lives right now, unless you're listening to it later. It's Friday. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody. And that means the work week's almost done if you work a nine to five, and most people don't anymore. I get that. But still, if your life sucks because you're in an office. Hi, Bob. Bob, go ahead and grab a seat and join us for a minute. If you would, would you walk us through a typical day for you? Yeah. Great. Well, I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. Uh, I use the side door. That way Lumber can't see me. <laughs> and uh, after that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Uh, space out? Yeah. I just stare at my desk. But it looks like I'm working. And it's Friday, and you get to leave as soon as it's the end of the workday. This thing right here is your savior. The PowerCat Overtime Podcast, where we talk about anything you ask about. And we're sponsored by the Fridge Wholesale Liquor. Hell yeah! They love this podcast. You love this podcast, apparently, according to the numbers. I'm just... Look, right now, our top three podcasts are the pregame and postgame. Kind of depends on the week. Did you have a stroke over there? No, I hit my microphone. Oh, I didn't hear anything. It was good. And then the overtime. So, you know, the insiders, which was great this week because we didn't have it on Matt Walters. (laughs) You keep making that joke. He's going to tell you to piss off, and he's not going to do it anymore. He's he's, he's put up with me for about 20 years. (laughs) Um, The Sources Podcast, I thought it was our best one. I thought we kind of found our legs a little bit. We had Keith and Valentine on. He was great. I'm going to say it. That place was toxic. Then we had the, you know, regular questions podcast, which is the old lady, the old, what's the word I'm looking for, Zach? That's fine. The old lady. The old lady of our podcast. I don't have my hearing aid on. What the hell do you want? And yet, this thing you love. In fact, someone was in our office today and said, oh, I love that overtime podcast. It's so funny. Well, okay. I put a fart noise in last week's podcast. Oh, you you thought that was a noise? (laughs) 
I put it in. I know it's in the <laughs> Tim Fitzgerald, Riley Gates, Zach Carlson, your podcast triumphant. Try is that the right word? No. Trio. Try triad. Your, your podcast triumphant? I don't know. Triad. Oh my goodness. I'm so damn confused. Like literally any other word other than triumphant. Trifecta. That's not a word that is used to describe three. Pure fiction. Wrong. Triumvirate, a group of three men holding power in particular the unofficial coalition of Julius Caesar, Pompey, and Crassus. Bang! Your podcast, Street Tacos Package. No. No. <laughs> Sounds awful. No. Yeah, that sucked. Hey, uh, get into the fridge. Uh, I know a lot of you won't be back in Manhattan until the next game, which is in 2039. When is it? It's October 5th? That's it's after two. the Rutgers game. <laughs> it's two games with a buy in there. Yeah, it feels so Everyone will live. I just, I just want to see him. You'd, I just, much, you'd much rather have away games or some buys than have three to four games to start it and then not be back for really, like, ever. You know what you can do in the course of three weeks? Get a new garage door and, and get better smoke machines. It could just be that it needs some lubrication. It's fair. Right? Paint, I mean, paint the garage door. Paint the garage door. All in the list. Huh? List up, right? down. Yeah? List all in the list. Up, down. Wrong stroke. Ah, very good. Up, down. Huh? Oh, look at me. Look at fence. With the uh, 811 logo. Call before you dig. You dig? 811. And get it off the post game. Just give them the garage door and get them off the post game backdrop. It's worse. No, actually. put some pickaxes on it. Pickaxes. These tools are used for mining stone, different types of ores, and metal based materials. Pound the stone, but with, we're going to pick with, at it. With pickaxes. Ah. <sighs> By the time I get to the overtime, I'm shot for the week. And yet I sit there and put in soundbite after soundbite. And you folks, you, the, you right now that's listening at work and trying not to chuckle because I, I put in some funny sound effect right here. What are they saying? That you make this possible. Because when I see how many times you download this thing and listen to this thing and tell people about this thing, it motivates me. To be even more stupid than I knew I could ever be. You've got to figure out what is your gift that's going to give you a sense of meaning. Life's not about me, it's about we. If we feel like we're contributing to someone else, then we don't just get something, we become something. I aspire to higher levels, or lower levels, of stupidity because of you, Mr. and Mrs. Listener. And the single ones, too. Let's get to your questions. Here's Zach. From KM Wildcat, if you had to choose, which would you rather taste, earwax or that bile when you throw up a little bit in your mouth? What did he say? I told everybody to get weird this week, and they listened to me. That is <laughs> that. Oof. Can I be honest though? Like, haven't if you've if you've had a, like a really bad flu, you've tasted the bile. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So is this a fair question considering you may have 
In involuntarily, involuntarily, involuntarily. You may have involuntarily Which tasted have. that, and yes, I have. So like, but if I, if if I had never, I would say earwax, because I feel like well, bile should be there. It's not like you're encountering bile in an ear. Bile's part of your digestive system. It belongs in your mouth once in a while. Right. It's doing its job. But I think the taste. I don't want to say the taste would be better. I think it'd be more bearable to taste earwax than it would be that bile. The that bile ir- sucks, dude. The yeah. irony is if, if I get enough earwax, I'll also get the bile to go with it. <laughs> That's fair. That's uh, fair. Yeah. Quality start to overtime. I would agree. From Queso Cat, what is the best? Che- he's got a bunch of these, and they're all cheese related. Well, because his name is Queso Cat. Uh, yeah, because I'm, just, I'm putting that out there. I want to point out that this is a long time uh, subscriber who has had the name change. If you are on the website and we've got some anons running around with the anonymous screen names, please change those. I'm going to change it for you. If you post and I see you posted, I'm going to just change your name to like. I like pickles, cat. I like how all of the things you change are food-related. I've always been kind of chubby, and I've been trying to do diets, but I just can't really keep them up because every time somebody calls me a name, I just go back to the food as a comfort, and I can't help it. I hate myself. Yeah. Queso cat. This was a request. I did not come up with this one. Taco cat. Whataburger cat. I like Pickles Cat. cat. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Look. It doesn't matter what we do. I like Pickles Cat will forever be the greatest (laughs) thing we've ever come up with on this podcast. That was amazing. (laughs) He goes, okay, I'll take that. Uh, Purple cheese. Yeah, purple cheese. So what what does Queso Cat want to know about cheese? Uh, He asks, what is the best cheese to put on your burger? I don't eat cheese on burgers. Oh, wow, you communist. Pepper Jack. Pepper Jack's the best cheese. Unless it's really aggressive pepper jack, then I'm a wimp and I can't take it. Um, I mean, I always go with American, um, but that's usually because most places, like, don't. If you're getting a fast food burger, you don't have a choice of cheese. No. Um, I have some good provolone at home that I need to put on a burger and it's taste it. It's a lovely it. cheese. I mean, I know I like provolone. I've never had it on a burger, so. Oh, it's delicious. But you can't ever go wrong. Provolone with and pepper jack complement each other really well if you want to do a double cheese. Brilliant. American cheese sucks. Oh my god. Okay, next one is Comrade. Espinaca. <laughs> espinaca or queso. What is espinaca? What's espinaca? I, some sort of, I don't know. What's happening here? Queso, dip. because I don't know what Ship espinaca dip. is. It might be like. Like uh, espinaca dip, like you see it on the appetizer menu. I don't know. I've never actually ordered it. it. Uh, Is that like toe cheese? Espinaca dip. Because I would pick queso over toe cheese. It, oh, it's white cheese dip with spinach in it. Oh, like uh, queso. spinach, uh, tomato. Oh, I'll yeah. go with the espinaca. Uh, no, queso. I love like it. Queso, because like, queso, queso can still be. Queso can be whatever color you want it to be. I feel like if you're sneaking. Spinach and tomatoes in my cheese dip. You're trying to make me healthy. Tomatoes are fine. I don't think so, homie. Yeah, spinach artichoke is really good, so. No, I don't like that either. I would take, uh, but I do like to mix queso with with salsa. 
kind of do like the suicide of, you know, chips and dip things. That is good. Becky and I uh, really get crazy. We really get after it sometimes. And we mix our queso with our salsa. Oh. Oh. Ah. This was supposed to be rapid fire. Nachos with queso or nachos with melted cheddar or both? Uh, nachos with queso. Queso, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's like a big, meaty nachos, mm. and there's a lot of shredded cheese on it, mm. and they're melted, <laughs> you know, you don't need the queso there. No. Melted cheese. <laughs> you could have added a gulping sound effect. Mine was better. Uh, and then the last one is, is Velveeta cheese? No. No, yeah. it's a cheese-like product. Uh, that you can also use as a weapon. It's a cheese. I'm not actually how do you make, sure. How do you make dip if you're ever making dip at home? You buy Velveeta and you throw it in a crock pot. Does it have the real cheese logo on the side of the box? I don't know. That's cheese. And this, what is this? Cheese also. And what is this one? That's cheese. This one over here, what is it? Cheese. And this? That's cheese. And this? Cheese. Cheese. Real processed cheese from cheese-like products. Because if it's like American cheese, it is a no. Stop saying that! Next question. Hold on, American cheese isn't real cheese? No. Are you saying American cows aren't real cows? It's not what American cheese is. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, my Swiss cows. (laughs) Yes. Every cheese has a nationality. See, senor, boo. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. From Herta's Joe, how glad are we that we didn't get Neil Brown? Very. And I don't even mean that because they got walloped by Missouri and they struggled against uh, Jack. Uh, uh, hey, out, bro. James Madison. James Madison. Thank you. No, I mean that because I've listened to that guy on three teleconferences now and I just don't think he's a good coach. I also don't like the way he he's thrown his entire team just straight up under the bus. I think there's a difference between like encouraging your team like, hey, man, we got to get better at this. We weren't very good at this. And when somebody asked him about his, his blocking, he said, well, I knew before even watching the film that we didn't we weren't good blocking. I, I knew that. I could tell it from right away. We were just horrible. And I'm like, dude, I, there's a line you got to toe, especially as a first year coach. Our goals are to hit dingers, disgrace the pitcher's family, make the other players cry, and stomp their butts into the ground. There are two types of people in this world. 
there's winners and there's losers. And if your dad has said, oh, it doesn't matter whether you win or lose, just as long as you have fun, well, I hate to say it, your dad's a loser. I just, I don't think it's going to work out. That might be fine, you know. He might win him six, seven games a year, but I don't ever think he's going to, like, he's not going to beat Dana. That's just where I'm at. I'm glad they didn't take him. I mean, I think we now know why Dana Holgerson bolted. He <laughs> saw this coming. They're not working with much, but he's not doing much with what he has. He has decent players. Come on, man. I'm just happy K-State ended up with Chris Kleiman. And at the end of the day, the reason why the committee went with Chris Kleiman wasn't because he was Gene Taylor's buddy. It was because he knew he'd be a good cultural fit, that fans would like him, that he would connect with him. We're seeing all those things happen, so that's that's why it took place. I got a feeling everything is going to be all right. I mean, he's very Midwestern. And, you know, besides that, Gene thought he was a really good football coach. But they also really liked Neil Brown. They chose wisely. You have chosen wisely. From ContraCat, what SEC school would you attend if forced? It's a good question. I think there's LSU. I would love to be in Louisiana. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Good call. Good call. Why would you like to be in Louisiana? <laughs> well, I don't want to comment on that, but it's I like the culture. I really do. Sure you do. I love Vanderbilt because it's in Nashville. Not because it's the best school? Yeah. Oh, I don't really care about the academics. You've proven that through <laughs> your life, yes. Guys, K-State has a 99% acceptance rate. At this school, and I got a fine education here. <laughs> like, uh, well, yeah, you got a degree. Yeah, I mean, it, I feel as if I learned enough in college, so I don't really care who's has a better school. It's about being in Nashville, Tennessee. I'd probably pick Florida. Just be different. No, it'd be cool. Yeah, the swamp. Be cool. Yeah. 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 No, that's a good choice. And I've heard Arkansas it really is a fun place to go. Oh, didn't mean to do that. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I've heard Arkansas is really fun. Let's think about this. I wouldn't really want to go to Kentucky, Tennessee. That'd be fun. Yeah. Except I'm uh, losing. Well, I mean, my backup would be Ole Miss, I think. Why is that? I don't know. Wouldn't have anything to do with co eds, would it? They're infamous. Perhaps. Wouldn't want to be Auburn. a pledge at Alabama. Auburn wouldn't be bad. I wouldn't That's want like to. It's like going to K-State. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities, except uh, boiled peanuts disturb me. Nope. <laughs> I think if your culture involves boiled peanuts, I don't want to be part of your culture. I feel more strongly about boiled peanuts than I do crawfish. Really emphasizing that, aren't you? Boiled peanuts. I don't want to. I want to make sure you know I'm saying peanuts. What did he say? What did he say? <laughs> but, uh, okay, who else are we forgetting? South Georgia Carolina. wouldn't be bad. I don't really South have, Carolina I don't, wouldn't be bad. I just don't have anything that, like, points out to me about the other ones that, oh, I'd love to go to school there, except they got a good football team. They got a good basketball team, you know? 
Oh, I just think LSU would be – it wouldn't matter if you had a bad basketball and football team. It would still be fun. Well, and that's why I said Vanderbilt. Because clearly they don't do good at any sport. Dude. You just want to go to Tigerland. Dude. What's that? That's the number one bar for playing Mo Bamba. <laughs> oh, for God's sakes. Um, you would flunk out of Vanderbilt in a week. You'd show up to your first class and go, Mr. Gates, you Fine. do not belong here. Fine, I'll be a janitor. Still live in Nashville. Oh, sleep on Nick Walsh's floor. <laughs> Which is weird because he's probably sleeping on someone else's floor. <laughs> <laughs> From... Chris six six two zero four. What was your first vehicle you owned dedicated for personal use? A two thousand three. Oh, sorry. He says borrowing the farm truck does not count. I uh, never. We didn't have the farm truck. So like the title had to be in my name. Oh yeah. What's the sp- I don't yeah, think I don't that's know. true. I mean, I can list all the vehicles I've ever. I mean, driven. technically, this is the first car. The one I drive now is the first car that's had my title. Yeah. My name on the title. My first car that I got to drive. You know, to practices to. school. Well, I had to drive to school, but I did. It was a 2003 Oldsmobile Laro that was red, had paint chips <laughs> everywhere on it. Uh, drove it for a few years, and then a hailstorm came through, shattered out the back windshield, cracked the front windshield, and totaled my car for more than we paid for it. Yeah. What I'm going to be speaking about is how to become an insurance fraud investigator. Sometimes they're also known as insurance fraud detectives. That's how you play the system, right there, Riley Gates. Right there. And there was no hailstorm. Um, my first car I ever drove, like my the car that my parents allowed me to drive, was a hand-me-down from my mother. It was a 76 Camaro. I will never be more cool than I was driving a 76 Camaro. Dang. It could move. Gas mileage really wasn't a consideration back then. It was rear-wheel drive, so it could go real fast. I took it out to the old airport in Salina and got it up to like 130 and about peed myself and slowed down. Jeez. It was fun. Uh, my first car that... I feel like I've lost some time. There's obviously another car in there. I drove a couple Thunderbirds when they were big cars. I like those. But I remember having, when we kind of started up our company, I had a purple GMC Jimmy. I don't even know what that is. They were like, uh, they were they were the precursor to midsize SUVs. Oh, that car. It's like okay, a trailblazer. Yeah. 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 But it was, it was K-State purple. Nice. It's awesome. So that's what I drove around when we got the company going. You and Pat Bosco? Yep. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, I like cars. Kind of the favorite car I don't want to talk about I ever had was um, a Chrysler Town and Country. <laughs> now, let's say a man, he pulls up into the school parking lot, and he's in a van, and he offers you some candy. Ooh, I like candy. Uh, well, we all like candy, but the question is, what should you do? Whatever it takes to get that candy. <laughs> now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It was so great for road trips. I mean, seriously, it, it was it was awesome when like four of us would hop in and have to go to Austin or something. It was awesome. I mean, you had bucket seats in the back row and you had plenty of room and then all the luggage back there. And and, and plus, you could take the kids to the soccer tournament. 
which was weird because we don't have kids. Yeah, you might be the only person that's ever owned a minivan that doesn't have kids. (laughs) It was a work car. Actually, I didn't own it. Spirit Street Publishing owned that vehicle. And also the Kia Sedona before it, which wasn't as cool. You owned a Kia before Kias were cool? Yeah, it was a good van, minivan. It was good. I, I I would own a Kia or a Hyundai again. They're good cars. They got great warranties. Why are we talking about this? I owned a Camaro, by God, and now I'm talking about minivans. Talk a Camaro. About every car you've ever owned now. I currently own a Durango. Nobody cares. 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 The first car I had that I drove, it was a 2001 Honda Accord, and I think it was a Honda Accord VP, because it was lower than the base model. The VP stood for value package. Oh, for God's sakes. It did not have power anything. No cruise control, no power windows, no power doors. It was what you got. What you saw was what you got. Fritz and I went and covered a game in West Virginia one year. So we go to the Pittsburgh airport, and I just took the cheap car. I went to the Advantage and got the cheap car. Did you know they still make vehicles that don't have power stuff? Yeah. Because we, by God, got it. It had like a four-cylinder engine, which isn't good for the mountains, and no power windows, no power. You know, I understand some don't have power seats. But we were rolling up and down windows. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Next question's from WildcatWill41. He wants us to choose a male and female athlete to breed and make the super athlete. What sport would it play? It. I love that. <laughs> okay, so we are selectively breeding Athletes. Who's who's the greatest male athlete alive right now? LeBron James. Yeah. Female Serena Williams. Oh Done. My God. It Done. would be a it would be a boy. It would be 275 pounds of muscle and play linebacker. <laughs> Honestly, that that athlete would probably play tennis. I feel like. Speaking of Serena, though, she married the founder of Reddit. Of all people, she could marry. Hey. A billionaire tech entrepreneur. Maybe he's a nice guy. Oh, I'm sure he's a great guy. With a large penis. What did he say? <laughs> it's your time. What's wrong with you? But. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> I don't I'm even out. know what I was going to say. <laughs> Just move on. Just the chances of the greatest female tennis player of all time marrying... What, the number five or six biggest website in the world? He created it. 
What are the chances of that? It's a lot of money right there. This is weird. She's probably just, a total just dork. Move on, just move on before he <laughs> says something else. Next question is from I Like Pickles Cat. What is your favorite SNL sketch and favorite SNL comedian or actor? I'm David Pumpkins. How's it hanging? I'm David Pumpkins. And I'm going to scare the hell out of you. All right, full disclosure. I'm not like a big SNL guy. I never got into it when I was like younger. And then when I got to school, you know, obviously it was like going out or whatever on Saturdays. So like I didn't. I just have never been a big SNL person, so I don't have, like, a list of all my favorite sketches. But Zach showed me <laughs> David Pumpkins last year, and I was in tears. That was the funniest Who video. Because that? that's, like, three Tom years Hanks. old. Tom Hanks is dressed oh, up as yeah. David Pumpkins. Oh, David Pumpkins. <laughs> and then there's two skeletons that dance with him. <laughs> what are you guys? Part of it. Part of it. <laughs> it's so funny, and I will watch it. So many times. Yeah, I have seen it. I just could not place it. Um, for me, I always like Weekend Update. That was always my favorite thing to watch because it was the same every week. Um, my favorite was Dennis Miller doing the Weekend Update. That's before you. Oh, uh, Jay Farrow also did a one where he, in, he impersonated the black comedians. Like, like the Congress, yeah, like black comedians, so, they like met together. Yeah, the yeah. Secret, Secret Alliance of Black Comedians or something like that. And he does, like, a perfect Kevin Hart, Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle. He does all of them, and it's hilarious. So funny. But, like, for a recurring sketch, I'd probably say the Californians from a few years ago, where they just... I'll, I'll take a word on it. Oh, I've never seen you guys it. haven't. Huh. No, see, guess, all my stuff yeah. would be a lot older, because I watch old SNL. I watched SNL premiere. That's how old I am. Uh, probably, like... I don't know. I go back and watch them now. It's not that funny, but it was so new. Like the land shark that would answer the door. You'd knock on the door and you'd go, who is it? Land shark. It was just funny. I'll take your word. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, now it's not really that funny. The thing is, I think it, it all depends on when you start watching SNL. I think that you could take any person, if they've never watched SNL, show them, start them at the current season and they would think that's funny. But if you've watched years past, like I started in season 34 right. and I was like, this is great. I love watching this. You know, I don't really watch it as much anymore. I don't think it's as funny, but I still appreciate SNL as an entity. I'm just going to say it. The, this podcast is taking on an inappropriate theme, but box is probably the funniest thing I've ever seen on SNL. Something special, girl. It's my in a box. I just learned that that was SNL. It was I just thought it, I just thought it was something something they did. There was that, and then Mother Lover, and then Golden Rule. Okay, there's there like mean, a, that, it was a Timberlake is genuinely a funny dude, and yeah, that, that's good. Yeah. I can't think of that. Who is it with him? Andy Samberg. Yeah, Andy Samberg. That's it's hysterical. The whole concept. It is the best humor is just absurd. Jared Ferguson. It's a funny name. But you don't act like it's sort of absurd. That first album of The Lonely Island and all of the sketches they made, yeah, the Lonely digital Island. shorts for that on Incredibad, that season 34 for the most part. It was just, it was great. Everything they did. Mm -hmm. there, there we go. Question answered. 
from KSU number one, are you for or against a Jayhawk pinata being used after a win? That's funny. I never knew there was a market for these things. There is apparently a website where you can buy college-themed pinatas. I will say that I'm, I don't mind the fact that it happened, but I think it is a little bit ridiculous that somebody did it, you know. It's not like they were like, oh, crap, we're going to win. Somebody get a pinata real quick. Oh, no, they, they had a plan. They had yeah. a plan. Someone had to pack it. This is like I'm not going to say it offends me. I'm not going to say it offends me, but it's, I don't know. Planning to have it was, like, interesting, I guess. I think the bigger insult here isn't the fact that they hung a KU pinata in the locker room and broke it. It's the fact that they were so damn confident that they bought the pinata, packed the pinata, as they moved from hurricane field to hurricane field because they couldn't practice at home. So they were just wandering the American (laughs) Southeast trying to find a place to practice. Then they got the pinata to Lawrence. Then they hung up the pinata and they broke the pinata. All of that is more insulting than the actual breakage. Coastal Carolina, that has... The second mascot in the state named after a rooster <laughs> was so confident they were going to beat you that they brought a pinata of your mascot. What you did really hurt me. They might as well put the flaming bag of poop on your porch because that's what that is. That is worse than the final score. You lost to Coastal Carolina. That stings. Oh, by the way, they brought a pinata of your mascot to break. I learned something today. Sometimes when you think something isn't about you, you find a way to save the day and in the end realize that it was all along all about you. Was there candy in the pinata? It was a KU pinata, so it was probably filled with, like, complaints. Everyone's mean. Nobody likes us. You know that the Big 12, if that was a conference game, they'd fine. Whoever oh, yeah. school, though, it's oh, us yeah. that did that. Well, I'm pretty sure John Curry apologized. Wake Forest would like to apologize for that Southern school doing that to you. <laughs> Next question's from... Washington State does, too. Thanks, Kirk. <laughs> Next question is from Infected Testicle. I don't think Miles to Go will help KU. Do you think a show like that about K-State would be beneficial to the program? No. It's a distraction. Guys, nothing about that is beneficial. It's a distraction. Even if they did something about climbing and how amazing it was, it's still a distraction you don't want. Look at Last Chance U. Nobody comes out looking good for Last Chance U. Have they ever announced they're going someplace for season five? Yeah, they're going out to California this year, somewhere out there. My God, who would want that? But, like, here's the thing. Is Jason Brown going to be the coach? God, that'd be amazing. East Mississippi won three out of four national championships from 2011 to 2014. Last chance U comes in, they don't win any. Then they go out to uh, Independence. East Mississippi won back-to-back. I agree. Mic drop. I see. I don't. I never thought East Mississippi should have ever been it because that's not last chance. You, but granted, yeah. it's the junior college ranks, which is the last chance of level. But that's not last chance. You. Those are good players. Independence was last chance. You. Right, yeah. but it, but it's there was the, a lot of people that got kicked out of D one. It's following the backgrounds of the players that are there. 
There yeah. was look at that. Also, Scuba, one. Mississippi. Last chance football. I agree. Last chance you. No. Jason Brown is going to get hired. If I had a really crappy junior college football program and I had failing enrollment, I would hire Jason Brown and make him the coach and have last chance you. Bang! Why not? From Heard as Joe, will Les Miles finish two full years at KU? No. No, I think this will be it. You think it's one year? Yeah, I think they're going to come to the realization that he's unable to do the job. Oh, I don't, I don't think it'll there, be one year. I, there, we've all come, become pretty clear that there's something wrong here. There's something wrong. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, don't ever take that that I'm making fun of him in any way. I'm, it's concerning. It, it's uncomfortable for me to watch him. I guess I'll, with the caveat being that he doesn't get diagnosed with something or, or have something wrong with him like that, I'll say he's fired after two or mutually agrees to part ways. Oh, yeah. They won't fire him. Mutually agrees to part ways. If you fire him, that admits you were wrong. I, I'm, I'm, I know we come off as saying we told you so if that happens, but, like, we did. Like we, to think that Les Miles is the person to resurrect KU football is just absurd. Not even that. For me, I— I never bought in the fact that Les Miles was going to get it done, but that was healthy Les Miles. He's not Les Miles right now. Yeah. This isn't the guy that was at LSU. This is the guy nobody else wanted to hire because apparently they understood something wasn't right. Yeah. And it's really hard to watch. It just They showed him before the game walking the field, and he just looked like he, he was stone-faced walking robotically. And the miles to go show has kind of shown it a lot more too. <laughs> I hope I hope we're wrong. I hope we are. Yeah, I hope he's healthy. I hope he whatever it is, it's really not as bad as it seems, but it seems bad. But I think it'll be one and done. Wow. Okay. One and eleven, and they offer him a buyout. Uh, I think they'll beat West Virginia. Wow, poor Neil Brown, man. From Contra Cat, this is the last question of oh, overtime. Zach likes to have this thing where we act happy, but I wanted to tell you guys that we were in an argument the last couple days. If you noticed my sadness and Zach doesn't, Zach's a better actor than I am. Could any of you have matched Willie on push-ups from Saturday's game over a three-hour time span? Hell no. What did he say? I know I put it in there. What did he say it was? 220. Over three hours? I could get that done, but not if I had to do it in the same order that Willie had to do it. Okay, so, you know, they, they're scoring touchdowns within yeah. however many minutes of each right, other. Right. And then it's seven, and then it's 14. If I had to do 220 push-ups, and I had three hours to do it, Spread you could out. do 10 push-ups every five minutes and crush it. Well, you could do Willie push-ups all yeah. day long. I mean, that's like, ooh, break the elbows. Ooh, like, I'm, the elbows. I'm, I could handle that. That would be fine. But I could not do it. if it, I don't know how they do that even on the Willie push-ups. That's crazy. 52 push-ups after you've been running around and doing stuff and you've been doing push-ups all day and it's on an unstable surface. It's not even the same Willie. They probably brought him they back gotta, up Willie. They probably swap him out. They got to. Hey, look, I, I mean, I think we've learned something important from Willie doing push-ups. People with giant heads have an advantage while doing push-ups. <laughs> 
If you've got to touch your nose to the ground or the board or whatever you're doing push-ups on, if you have a big schnoz or a giant head, that's easy. It's not fair to us normal people. <laughs> that's my stand. Zach, that, do you think you can get it done? Maybe. Ten push-ups isn't Like that seven much. push-ups is fine. Let's see what fourteen right. push-ups a little bit later, fine. So two hundred and twenty push-ups. Like, it gets more and more and more with each time. You end with fifty-two. Okay, so two hundred and twenty push-ups. If you did ten, if you did ten push-ups oh. every five minutes. Hold on, he's doing math. Hold on, I'm gonna get there. Oh, you did ten push-ups every five minutes. That means you're doing twenty every ten minutes. It means you're doing hundred eighty in three hours. 100, what? No, you're doing 220 in three hours. How many? Are we doing 10 push-ups every 10 minutes? Yeah. Unbelievable. When your powers combine, you are somehow even more stupid than the sum of your stupids. Thank you. Go on. 180 in three hours. 60 times three, 180. Mm -hmm. So how, so how many? 220 push-ups, yeah. right? Okay. 220 push-ups over three hours is... 73-ish an hour. Yeah, you could you could do that. Ten, roughly 10 or 12 push-ups every 10 minutes. I think you could get it. It's, it's one, one push-up every minute, essentially. A little bit. If you've got a giant head, you can do that push-up because your elbows barely break before your, your giant fake cat head nose. I'm sorry, kids. I didn't mean to say fake. Your giant... Cathead nose has to touch the ground, and it doesn't even touch the ground. Willie's a cheater. You know why Willie's able to do all these push-ups? Because he's half man, half cat. He has human arms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why he has them. You know, come to think of it, I've never seen a, a cat do a push-up. You've been listening to the Power Cat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. Power Cat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street Publishing.